On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks fall to the Denver Nuggets in a game that we can learn a lot from, but it shows just how big the gap is between the two teams. What can we learn from Luka's wild game and more on today's Locked On Mavs? I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks. I don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show, making Locked On Mavs your first listen today, where the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and comment anything below. Let us know in the comment section, why have the Mavs struggled in first quarters? Let's, let's, let's workshop this. Why have they struggled in first quarters? This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NBA and use the code all lowercase LOCKEDONNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. And joining me, post-game co-host, Wild Rangers parade going person. What you got for me? <laughs> Slightly biased. Well, I thought I was just going to be a good luck charm. Post-game co-host, never lose a game. We were we were trending that way. <laughs> Fortunately, that's no longer the case. No, I had a great day at the at the parade. The parade was terrible, and I will not apologize to no, any Arlington it was, people. It was not good. I don't think that uh, a parade should ever be held there again. And I'm just being truthful and honest. It was a fun experience. Shout out to uh, I had some people come up to me and say what's up. So shout out yeah, to you guys. Same. But, um, I can't say that the parade itself was very good because it was. Yeah, uh, I gave out several stickers. One person even came up and said, "Hey, you got any condoms on you?" Oh, because the stickers look like condoms. It's like, dude, the porta potty lines are already so long. There was no, people on top. There was a so we're talking about the Texas Rangers. They won the they won the World Series, and so there was the parade for them was today. We were both there, mm-hmm. uh, not together, but we were both we were both there. In impossible to find anyone. It was <laughs> impossible because I had no service the whole time. I couldn't get on Twitter. I couldn't tweet anything. I couldn't text anybody. I was like, oh my gosh, if an emergency happens, all of us are gonna die because none yeah. of us are gonna be able to get any. Uh, but. Yeah, the parade was kind of a dud. There was, but the fun part to me was just watching the people try and see it from all over the place. There was like, there was like two hundred people on a roof, like down yeah. down the street from where I was. There was people like climbing fences over apartment buildings. There's all kinds of wild stuff happening. People in trees. Yeah. In case you're wondering, like usually a championship parade, you know, they're on like a bus or like a or like a float, so you could see them. They were individually in truck in the back of pickup trucks. So if you were not on the street, you could not see them. Yeah. It's just baffling. That tracks for Texas, though, to just put them in trucks. Dude, let's just put them in trucks. It tracks for Arlington. Not planned well <laughs> in a parking lot. It tracks for Arlington. <laughs> Corey Seager's line, drop, drop the mic line, though, was amazing. So, yeah, it was. I could, I honestly I couldn't hear anything at the stage either, but <laughs> everyone was just, everyone was just cheering, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> then I heard it afterwards. That was a good line. Go check out Lockdown Rangers for more actual Rangers talk, and that's probably where the end of our Rangers talk will, yeah. will happen for the whole rest of the season. So yeah, there you hopefully. go uh, on that. But today we'll get into Luka Doncic had just a weird, a weird game that we we got to talk about because he was good in some areas that we're not used mm-hmm. to, and bad in some areas we're not used to either. And so we've got to talk about him. We'll talk about Derek Lively's game. Thought that he had an interesting, interesting game. Not that great, but an interesting one. And uh, we'll get into all that, but I want to start here, and I think we have to start here. The, the Mavericks lost this first quarter, forty to twenty-four. They won the rest of the game, like they played them even the rest of the game. I think yeah. the, one of the main problems was, and this didn't even pop up in the first quarter that much, but in the rest of the game, one of their main problems was offensive rebounding. 
Yeah. And just rebounding in general. The Nuggets, the Nuggets took 93 shots. They made 49 of them. They got 19 offensive rebounds. <laughs> that means there's only like 20. The Mavs only got 24 defensive rebounds in this game, which is just not enough. And it, this is one of the things that we talked about with the Mavericks defense. And the, the team talked about with the Mavericks defense. They have to finish plays. And they just didn't finish enough plays because Denver can play so big all the time with those huge wings and Porter Jr. and Gordon. And then obviously Jokic. I don't know that Lively got one single rebound where Jokic was anywhere near him because he just yeah. gobbles up. Like his hand, he just has such good hands. Yeah, I mean... The, the, this will be every Mavericks Nuggets game. It would be shocking if the Mavericks out rebounded the Nuggets because they just don't have the personnel. But I mean, some of these rebounds, I don't know how many. I wanted to go back and, and check, but I don't know how many it felt like the Mavericks had and either had both hands on it and it got yeah. tipped away from somebody or they only went up with one hand. There were, uh, Tim Hardaway did it once and, and Dwight Powell did it once where they just go up with one hand. And it's like, just go up with both hands and catch it. It's the most infuriating thing sometimes. They got to go up stronger on some of those rebounds and the, the offensive rebounds that they give up all of the time where a guy like Christian Brown, how many offensive rebounds did Christian Brown have uh, only two? It felt like 200, but we're <laughs> like the shots missed and Christian Brown's just on the wing, you know, dives in on nobody puts a body on him whatsoever. It's, it's the, it's, jo pretty, it's the one that Josh green gets for, for the Mavs. Like Josh green yeah. will get those rebounds, but instead they're, he, you know, the Mavs always give those up and Josh green's like, Oh man, he got inspired by the other team. Okay. Yeah. And it's I, like I a, a game, a game like this against the nuggets. You, those are the plays you can't have. Like you're going to get, Jokic is going to get those rebounds yeah. where there's just nothing you can do. You, you can't give up those offensive rebounds. And, and Michael Porter jr. Too. He's a, he's a tremendous rebounder. Yeah, like Matt Moore, HP Basketball on Twitter, who many Mavs fans will know as as a Mav, as a as a Mavs hater, but uh, is my friend, and I did I've done shows with on Locked On. Uh, he he even pointed out like they got 19 offensive rebounds, but they only scored 20 second chance points. So really, that's not like a that's not a bad you know that's not a bad ratio right there for the Mavericks. But oh, my yeah. my problem was going to be they are going to get offensive rebounds when it mattered, and that is what happened. It came down to it, and they got some really clutch offensive rebounds in the end, and. And then, you know, at the end of the game, Gordon had one, Porter Jr. had a putback. Like, they just had these where the Mavericks needed to get a stop, and they just couldn't get it because they kept giving up another offensive rebound. So it didn't matter that it was only 20 points, but because of those last four points that they scored at the end, mm -hmm. they, they sealed it and put it away. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people will count defensive rebounding as part of playing defense because you have to close out the possessions. And, uh, you know, I thought defensively 125 points is a lot. I don't think they played terribly tonight. The, the Nuggets just couldn't like they, they were red hot from three. This Goodness. is an incredibly good team. Jokic is just otherworldly how good he is. And Aaron Gordon's tremendous. I mean, this is just a tremendous team. I thought they played pretty well defensively. The Mavericks didn't, but again, it's just, you got to finish these, you know, it's playing great individual defense and doing good, getting over screens and making tough contested shots. That's cool. But if you're not grabbing the rebounds, it genuinely does not matter whatsoever. And the so, Nuggets shot 22 of 28 at the rim, which is, yeah, which is not good. That's 70, 79% almost. How and many they, of those, though, were the little Jokic floaters that are unstoppable? Well, what he hit, he, he hit, it was 14 of 16. He hit two threes. So, yeah, 12. <laughs> let's, say, let's say 12 of those were, were the right inside the lane, like got a mismatch, which was everybody against Jokic at, at that point. Yeah. Or, or Lively just playing him straight up and trying not to foul. And just, you know, Jokic just, Bodying him and, and getting a shot over him, but yeah, the, the like the Mavericks defense I thought played as as decently well as you could have hoped in this game, but the Nuggets, the Nuggets offense was just it was just so good and too good, and this is why I said at the beginning 
you see the difference between these two teams. You see the difference between the chemistry, the cohesion. This mm-hmm. Nuggets team has been together for a while. Jokic yeah. and Murray have been together for a while. Like Jokic and Murray is what we hoped that Luca and Porzingis would turn into, right? Yeah. Imagine if Luca and Porzingis were still together and they still they had you know, their chemistry was actually good and got got yeah, better each year and all that. And then imagine if they could build build on that each year. And instead, the Mavericks have had to reset now like three times in the Luca era. And, and tried different things. And so they haven't been able to get that cohesion together. And Kyrie was back in this game, which was good. But they haven't played. Luka and Kyrie still haven't played. Like, how many consecutive? I think they played four consecutive games twice last year. Yeah. And they still haven't done it this year yet, preseason or regular season yet. And it's it's still it's still a little bit rocky. You can tell there's moments. But there's also, the Kyrie stuff is so weird to me. The first half of the game, it's like, okay, Luka's out. Kyrie's in. It's Kyrie time. no. It's Tim Hardaway Jr. time, and he's like running the offense. <laughs> there, there were moments in that quarter. I wrote it down. Where there was moments in that quarter where Kyrie wouldn't touch the ball, and it's like it's, yeah. it's, it's Hardy time. It's Hardaway time, and you're like, he's got. To, he can't just be a screener. Like he can't just no. have Kyrie be a screener out there. As much as he wants to be the, I'm gonna set everybody up. I'm gonna do the dirty work. You know, he joked with us at media day. He said, I, I, I want to be a four. I can, I can get blocks and rebounds. And he did have one really good block in this game. Uh, he four ended blocks up with, and two, four steals and two blocks. Yeah, he ended up with with two blocks, and he got well, he got one rebound. But uh, <laughs> he's got to take over on offense a little bit more. He took 15 shots. It's just not enough for this team. Like, no, he, they they need to take some of the Tim shot. Tim only took eight shots. It felt like he took way more than that. But they need to take it was some like of, all in the first half, though. Yeah, you need to take some of those shots and turn them into Kyrie shots because their their offense has to be that good. Like it has to be that efficient. It has to be. They finished the game with a 117.7 offensive rating, which would have been like been like fifth in the league last year for a season. It's just not enough. The Nuggets had 127 because you just got to outscore everybody. So the offensive rebounds were bad. The defense was definitely not good enough. And, you know, that all kind of goes together. And so coming up, let's talk about Luka's side of it because I thought Luka was just – just it was just weird to see Luca play the way that he did. It was one of the most bizarre Luca games ever. And yeah. so let's talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You can go and check out Prize Picks right now. Go to their website and you can pick uh, you can pick two or more projections and pick them more or less on what you think they're going to get. You can combine leagues as well. You can do all kinds of stuff because there are specials where you can pick a combo of you know. Uh, like passing yards from Patrick Mahomes. You can pick points for Luka Doncic. You can combine those and do all kinds of stuff like that. It's pretty fun with prize picks. If you have like a day where there's NFL games and NBA on at the same time and you like to have the multiple screens and watch a bunch of different stuff, it can be really, really fun. So, for example, Mavericks fan Patrick Mahomes, 285.5 passing yards against the Dolphins. Give me more on that. He's going to have to score more points to get to uh to pass them and I'll pick Tua as well Tua Tonga Vailoa 274 and a half passing yards give me less on that if I put just those two down put tw- put down 20 bucks I can win 60 that's a pretty fun day if you want to do that put down 50 I can win 150 and that's on the power play check all that kind of stuff out at prizepicks.com and use the code LOCKEDONNBA that's all one word uh, lowercase LOCKEDONNBA prizepicks.com slash LOCKEDONNBA to get a first deposit match up to $100 uh oh Guess what day it is? Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown Maps, being part of the show, part of the Raccoon Squad, listening every day. Appreciate everybody that came up to me at the the, the parade today and said Raccoon Squad or said that they, they listened to the show. Appreciate that. It was, it was good. Yeah. All right, slightly, let's get into this game. Luka Doncic played just one of the 
weirdest games I've ever seen him play in which you tweeted this during the game in which he was very bad, like offensive approach wise. It just felt like he was trying to attack the Porter jr. Switch over and over again, was trying to get the same, like the same thing, which I guess we're used to in that sense, but he had nine turnovers to eight assists. Not used to that at all. We're used to no. Luca's assist to turnover ratio being very good. He hit a bunch of threes, which is good. So it made his numbers look a lot better. Um, but he just, he wasn't there, to, but then he was really good defensively. Like when he yes. was on, the, when he was on the defensive end of the court, his transition defense was not great. He was complaining a lot in this game. He didn't get the foul calls he wanted and all that. We had that problem again, creep up in this game. But when he was on defense and when he was locked in defensively, like when he was on that end of the court, he was very good. Yeah. Yeah. I tweeted out. This was like bizarro, a Luca game. Cause he was frustrated with the refs and stuff, but it was like, he just was, it felt so weird. Like he was checked out in the first half. The second half was a different story. He was, he was much better, much more aggressive. Yeah. Cause I think six of those turnovers were in the first half. So three, the rest of the game, which with the, with the ball in his hands that much, you know, that, that's going to happen. But uh, yeah, it was like bad shots. This thing that he does offensively, that can be really frustrating sometimes when he's not getting calls. And it's like, he's trying to prove a point almost to the refs by going for the same calls over and over again. And, you know, it's that, that call that, that, that play he likes to do where he's going like towards the elbow and he tries to get the little, the little reach on when he goes up and, you know, when they're not calling it, those are really tough shots. He, he can hit them, but they're just really tough shots that you could get a better look. And if you're Luka Doncic, you're one of the best, you know, shot creators in the entire league. So you can get better looks in that easily. So it was just frustrating on that. Like a, just a lot of dumb turnovers too. Like he tried to nutmeg Jokic once and it's just like, man, just throw the pass normally, please. <laughs> like it would have been cool if it went through, but he did yeah, have, he did have a behind the back, a behind the back bounce pass to Grant Williams in the corner. Luca was in the paint. He had, he had, he had dribbled into like a, almost a post and then was facing the basket behind the back bounce pass out to the corner. Like, no one ever does that. The, the behind-the-back bounce pass kick out to three. Which I thought it like, got poked away. I didn't realize, like, <laughs> it, the, I just didn't seem like a pass that was possible. I thought, like, someone poked it away from behind. <laughs> like, that was on purpose? Like, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes it was. But, yeah, the, all the all the Luca whining to the refs problems came back up again. Like, it reared its ugly head, came back in full force, and the transition defense wasn't good enough. I mean, 21 fast break points for the Nuggets, and then – nine for the Mavericks. Like you combine that with the second chance points. So 20 second chance points, like we said earlier for the Nuggets, eight for the Mavs and then fast break points, 21 for the Nuggets, nine for the Mavericks. Like That's the game right there. Like yeah. that's your margin of error. You just cannot lose those so deeply. And it was because of, you know, Luca and because of their rebounding. Yeah. Like, especially you're at a talent deficit here already. Just, yeah. The Nuggets are just a better team than you full stop on the road, a very tough place to play. You can't be losing those numbers. You know, you just can't. Those are like hustle plays and getting back on defense. They, it was really frustrating because it was like off of makes. They were getting, you know, transition lobs two on one. Like, how is that even possible? That you, you got just, it's just stuff that has to get better. Has to get better. It has to get better. And uh, I'm going to blame Sean Sweeney for it because he was the one. He was the one coaching. Jason Kidd wasn't there. I already, yeah. <laughs> I already had somebody. I already had somebody tweet at me today and was like, this proves Sean Sweeney is not a head coach. And you're like, wow. Duh, yeah. duh, duh. Thank God that's not his role. <laughs> It's like, there's people in my, in my chat during the stream. I was just seeing how many people were coming in and be like, the kid is terrible. This is a terrible kid night. And I'm like, oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> because they didn't. Yeah, Jason Kidd was out for this game because of uh, a non-COVID illness. Hopefully, he's he's doing all right. Maybe he just yeah. didn't want to make the flight. Maybe he called in sick like all the rest of us did yeah, in parade. DFW and went to, the, went to the parade. I thought I saw a shiny bald head in there somewhere. He's definitely wearing his like flat bill, like, yeah. like, like, 
what is it? The powder blue like Rangers hat that he New always era, wears. The He's most d- disgusting hat you'll ever see. <laughs> definitely, he was definitely there wearing that hat. But yeah, uh, kid was out in this game. Maxi Kleba also out in this game, and I think that absence was really big. He dislocated yeah. a pinky toe, which I mean, if you've ever done that, I think tell me how painful that is because I have no idea. But I have broken my pinky toe, and it's from what I was told the worst toe to have hurt actually. Really? Or not. More yeah, than like your really, big toe? Because your big toe yeah. you use for balance. Like you can't cut that off. No, your you pinky won't be able to toe you use for balance. That's what people told me at least. That it didn't, it didn't make sense to me, but people were like, your pinky toe is like your most important toe. Interesting. Well, I guess it makes sense that it would be the edge, the end toes, not the yeah. middle toes that would be the most important. So like, all right, we're deciding between the two. I'm not a doctor. But you can't drive if you don't have your big toe because what's the, what's the Patrick Star? Big <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you have to drive but without maxi they couldn't go two bigs they, yeah. they, they couldn't go two bigs at all because you don't have another shooter like you can go lively and grant that's his that's his two bigs as you're gonna get they played dwight for 16 minutes in this game you know basically when lively was out and then we saw for the first time the real small ball with grant williams at the five mm-hmm. and it started in the, the beginning of the fourth quarter sweeney decided to throw it out there it was luca Kyrie, hardy Josh Green and Grant Williams going small. What did you think about the the small ball lineup? I thought it was pretty interesting, and I kind of liked it because I guess the the thought is, well, you can't stop Jokic anyways. We're getting killed on the glass anyways. Let's try to switch something up here. Maybe we just outgun them or just, just switch it up on defense and it works. This, that's a lineup that's you're going to really have to circle because that will be one that, as the season goes on, I'm sure is going to get busted out in big moments. In that lineup, though, I was surprised they went away from Derek Jones Jr. He, he how many he played not that much in the second half. What did he he played four minutes in the second half. I'm just surprised they went away from him completely, just because they needed a little size. Like he can he can yeah. he's bigger than Hardy, and I thought that that's where they would go. Instead, they went Luca Kyrie Hardy like like extra ball handling scoring in that lineup instead of just a little extra size in there. And that's what I was surprised by because the, these small ball lineups, like even when the Warriors play them and whoever you have to have size at the other positions or else it's just yeah. not going to work for you. You've got to have an Andrew Wiggins. You've got to have, you know, you, you know, your Draymond Green out there. Like you got to have a couple extra positions. Clay Thompson, six, seven, like you've got to have a couple other positions with size. And so in this one, they had Luca at six, eight grant at like <laughs> six, 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 seven, maybe yeah. like pushing it. And then you'd green at, at six, five. Like, I don't think that just, it just wasn't enough size, even against the Nuggets second unit, which this was. And I found it interesting. So they start, the Mavs started that, that fourth quarter small. And then Hardy hit a three to make it a nine point game with like 10, like two minutes into the, the quarter. And then Mike Malone calls a timeout and he puts Aaron Gordon in. And I was like, oh no, they're screwed because he was just the center and he was just bigger than everybody else in there. They got a couple offensive rebounds and then, you know, the, the, it went back to it went back up to like a well, 14 point game like a minute later. Yeah, nine was the closest it got. And yeah, Aaron Gordon was feasting tonight. It like just in the dunker spot, it felt like the entire game and Jokic found him every single time. Every time. I mean, great cutting too. He's a tremendous he had an insane layup where he like went between the legs midair or something, reverse it was the most insane thing I've ever seen. I thought He's stuff really was gonna player. come out. I thought the magic mascot <laughs> stuff was gonna come out to try and like stop him. And he would just like finish finish around that guy. But no, he he's he's a really good piece for them, and the the Mavericks really. I mean, I always say the Mavericks need a guy like their Aaron Gordon. I'm interested who, the guy who just kind of does everything, connective on offense, small ball guy. Hopefully, that could be like a Grant Williams, but I don't know if there's another Aaron Gordon in the league because I've heard people say the Mavericks yeah. need Aaron Gordon. Is why I bring that up, and I just don't know if there's another guy well, to, like that. Yeah, to me, set. 
to me, the Aaron Gordon trade for the Mavericks is not as much function as it is talent level. Like they just need that third guy now. Cause we've been taught yeah. we, for years, we were like, get the second guy. And we thought maybe it was Porzingis and then it wasn't. And then like, get the second guy, get your number two option. And now it's get the third guy. Because now if you look at the Mavs third best player compared to everybody else's third best player, they're really behind in, in that instance. And that, but, and this just kind of goes to show that your third best player doesn't have to be, cause I think Aaron Gordon is their third best player. Yeah, like, I think he's he's a better player than Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. is really good and had a good game tonight, but Aaron Gordon just does more. It just goes to show your third best player doesn't have to be an offensive, you know, no. maestro like some people might think. No, and the the Mavs need that guy. They need him to not be a, a offensive maestro. They yeah. need that that player to be an, an elite defensive player, and they just haven't found that yet. We think Grant Williams is going to fill some of that role, but if he's if he's that guy, then. You're not winning the title. And we already knew that. Like, you go into, you go into the yeah. season, and I don't think this Mavericks team's winning the title. You look at them against this Nuggets team, and as of right now, unless they change a lot of stuff and get a lot better together, the, the Mavs aren't going to win the title like this because they got to go through Denver, and it just doesn't seem like it's going to go well. Yeah. And so so that's where we are with it. Um, can we talk about how Kyrie has hit, like, two threes this year, and they're only in the clutch? Like, they're only, like he's yeah. he hit a three. He hit a three to cut it to eight, which you said it was, the nine was the closest. It actually got to eight with like oh, okay. three, like three and a half minutes left. He hit that three. He hit another. That was three, a great Luca pass too, by the way. A couple games ago, Why, Kai can only hit threes when it, when it's clutch time because he went one of five in this game again. Yeah, I mean that's hey, that's something to I guess look forward to as a Mavs fan, where the, <laughs> the offense has been good numbers wise. Uh, Kyrie's not shooting twelve percent from three like that. That number's going up, and I thought. The back half of this game, he played much better and was much more aggressive yeah. and had some legitimately good moments. So it, it's just going to take a little bit for Kyrie. I think he's just playing himself into shape, which he said himself. Yeah, and then he had the foot issue for the last couple of games, which he missed. And so that that's that's kind of concerning. If you have foot problem and you're not shooting well from three, I, you know, Dana talked about this yesterday on the show, which, by the way, you can listen to. It's up on the podcast. I put it up late. Sorry. But it's up now. So you can go listen to that. It's It's evergreen, so you can listen to it today. But Dana said, like, you've got to connect the foot stuff with the three-point stuff, right? Like, there's no way that's not connected so far. Yeah. But, uh, let's talk about Derek Lively because I sent to the subtext uh, users, if you want to subscribe to the subtext, click the link in the description, text the number, and I'll send you thoughts during the game. I'll send them after the game. I'll send uh, – I'll watch film and do all that kind of stuff. So subscribe to that. But I thought Derek Lively played to stay in the game, like to not foul out, then to actually affect the game because I don't think he affected the game too much in this one. No, and it's I, I saw it coming, and I've already Man. seen some very annoying takes. He's been very good. Jokic is very good, and it's a very tough matchup. And it, I thought, th th like we were talking about this before we uh, went live, that you know they had him on Aaron Gordon for a large portion of the time, and it was like, yeah, like you said, it was really weird. Like he was trying to not foul, knowing how crafty Jokic is, and if you're going to do this, Jokic is going to figure out how to draw a foul or get contact. And yeah, it was a very timid approach from the rookie. What you're gonna expect, and I'm not, I'm not gonna come in and freak out about it or say he's got to be better. Like I'm not even gonna do that. I'm not even gonna no. come in and like say he's got to be better. You know who will do that? His mom. His mom will do that. Yes. <laughs> His mom. He will, he come will at do him. it himself too. By the way, he seems like uh, he's a very smart kid. It seems like I, I feel so old that I can call like <laughs> Ricky's kids, and it makes Washed. sense. <laughs> Washed. Because when you're like 23 calling people kids, it's like okay. Because Luca did that. Did, didn't Luca call Lively a kid or something? No, Grant did, and Grant's 24. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. But. Uh, <laughs> I can't say the same, but no, I, I thought, oh, well, we also, are we going to talk about the three that he shot? This is where we have to talk about it. I mean, I mean, that was a, just a shocking moment in the game because it's not like that was 
you know, if that's in the final closing minutes and you're down, you know, 16 and we just want to kind of try or, something. Or a broken possession or something like that. That was like a kind of key moment in, in the game. ATO, Derek Lively, corner three that <laughs> didn't have a prayer. If you want to know how bad that play looked. So it was an out of time, ATO, out of timeout. So out of time, like Mavs called timeout. They go in and they Derek Lively gets a corner three. The same three, you pointed this out to me, this, the same three that Dwight Powell got. So it must have been out of a timeout. So it must have been a, a play that they drew up. Uh, there's 650 left in the game. Mavs are only down by like 10 at that point. And yeah. so that three would have been huge, but, but it was also one of those where like, all right, you don't need to be that desperate at this point. If you want to know how bad that play was, listen to the, listen to the call afterwards. And Derek Harper, <laughs> like consummate company, man, always encouraging, <laughs> says good things was like, you got to get something better coming out of a timeout. Like that was out of a timeout. And then follow up, we tried to move on. And then Derek Harper would be like, out of a timeout, you've got to get something better. Like they called that out of a timeout. And it's as close to, that was a garbage trash call as Derek Derek Harper's ever going to get. He there was, was bewildered. There is some Derek on Derek crime on, on that call right there. <laughs> after, after, after that play. I mean, it, 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 got, it wasn't even close. Like that's, I just felt bad for him. It was one of those two. He shoots the ball, and you just hear everyone on the bench, hell no. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, it was, well, it's the same team. looking shot that he took in Summer League, too. So his three-point shot, to me, is always going to take a couple years. Yeah, for sure. Because he's got to catch up to the speed of the game. And it's not just going to be the speed of the game defensively, but offensively, too. And so, uh, so yeah, we're, we're with that on, on him. Who else? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> this game just, I get, again, this game just proved the difference between the Nuggets and the Mavs, like they're just a much better team. Their starting five is just insane. They've got so much cohesion and chemistry, and that's one of the reasons why they won the title last year. So, of course, yeah. they're going to look really good against the Mavs. And their bench was basically all negative. Peyton Watson was a minus 14. Zeke Naji minus four. Christian Brown, minus five. Like, that was almost their whole bench. And then the, their starters were all, like, almost all double-digit positives because that's how it went. The Mavericks out you know, outscored them when – Jokic was off the court, and then when Jokic came on the court with the starters, they destroyed the Mavs, and that's what it was. Yeah, I mean, outside the first quarter, you got to give the Mavericks credit. They did what you're supposed to do to beat the Nuggets, which is you win the non-Jokic minutes, and you win them somewhat convincingly. You know, what was it, an 11-point win for the Nuggets? Jokic was a plus 17. I mean, there was some garbage time stuff there at the end that kind of skews those numbers, but yeah, they, I mean, they did a good job. I mean, I really like Peyton Watson, by the way. We're just going to talk about the Nuggets. I think he's a really good player, but right jammed now. That, jammed that one dunk home. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I, I, did he, I kind of thought he might have got away with the travel, but that was, that was a monster dunk. And then and he the had a goal, couple nice blocks. The, the goaltending block, what was that, on Kyrie on the other end? Yeah. I, thought, I thought he got there almost. Like, oh, man, he almost. No, he, he's a freak athlete. Yeah, but, they've been um, talking on Lockdown Nuggets. They've been talking about him a lot. Uh, did, did you like the court? We watched. We just now watched a full game on the in-season tournament court. By the way, this is an in-season tournament game, and so the margin of victory, which Follow mentioned several times on Bally's, uh, the in, the like the margin of victory matters now for tiebreakers. But the Mavs already lost this one and lost yeah. it by double digits. So their in-season tournament yeah, luck tough. is not looking very good at this point already after one game. But what do you think about the court? The Nuggets court is terrible, and their jerseys are terrible. <laughs> the jerseys are absolutely horrible. I don't know what's going on. You can't even see like the mountains because the 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 blue, the shade of blue they have just blends in with the jerseys so much you can barely even notice it on the on the broadcast. But so I will say the Nuggets court's terrible. I watched other games like the Thunder. They have a blue court too, but it works better. The the colors mm. accent each other much better, and mm. I liked it. And I like the red. I, maybe I'm just a sucker for this. 
the red courts like the Bulls had. The Bulls I one, I, my eyes were my eyes were burning in my head I when loved I turned, it. flipped over that one. I loved it. I'm in. I'm sold. The red court, really? Yeah. I did not think I was going to like it, but it, it did something for me. These courts were a publicity stunt to me. Yeah, I think it's just trying to get people to tune into the in-season tournament. Not like, even hey, just to like because they they're gonna they're gonna publicly say this was just to make you know to make it seem like they're different you know so so that the audience knows they're. I think they made them so different because you yeah. watch them and you're like this is not an NBA game that I'm watching right because yeah it, it just doesn't look like it looks like I'm watching a FIBA game or I'm watching like some and one mixtape like you know yeah I'm watching some one of those types of game or a pro am game somewhere. I'm watching a uh, a Boise State football game. Like I'm I'm watching something. I'm watching something else. And They're it's, intense. But uh, yeah, I'm interested to see the. I'm glad the Mavs went with gray now. I usually don't yeah. like a gray court, but I'd rather have that than the red or the blue that we just had to watch. Or man, Haralabob even tweeted Haralabob, who used to be the Mavs director of analytics, tweeted, "I wonder if this is going to affect efficiency from teams shooting because of how glaring these courts are." Someone in the on the Thunder broadcast, I think it was the Warriors broadcast team said the same thing. They're like, "I think the blue backdrop is going to make them shoot better." And I oh, you like, think better? That's what they were saying. I mean, that game ended up being 141. Just so if you didn't watch around the league for the opening night of the in-season tournament, this Mavs game was the second worst game. I was going to say, the worst game. There were so many good games. They were all incredible. So The, I mean, the Grizzlies just went 0-6 and six against yeah, the Blazers. That one, that one went into overtime, too. Yeah, there were a lot of good games on the night. That's, that's a toughie for them. Tough one. So at least you, at least you have that if you're a Mavs fan and you hate the Grizzlies then. Yeah, yeah. and the, the Thunder lost again. Like, you know, there's no... The teams that you expect to be around are, you know, there's some favorable results there. But if your standings watching this early, I wouldn't recommend it because it's so, <laughs> so so early. But yeah, there you go. Let us know in the comment section why you think the Mavericks keep losing in the first quarter and all that kind of stuff. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Boom.